Hello and welcome to the Blast From Our Past podcast. We are the podcast that brings you full-on movie breakdowns, TV show reviews, and more, all from the things of our nostalgic past. I'm John. And I'm Adam. Come on down! And today we've got another Top 10 episode for you. This one is going to be Top 10 Game Shows. Specifically, obviously, we're keeping everything from before 2000, because that's sort of our thing, doing the nostalgia. So all game shows leading up to 2000, I'm guessing, is probably where we stopped. That's where I stopped. I'm not sure where you did. Yeah, I did about the same. So this one was, uh, if you listened several episodes back, uh, Adam actually kind of mentioned that he wanted to do this, so we decided to make it happen. Um, Originally, I think we were going to do game show host but we decided you know what there's there's still a lot of game shows we just stick with the game show and then if, mm-hmm. if we want to talk about our favorite hosts if they've been if there's been multiple hosts yeah uh, we can kind of talk about that so uh, adam since you were kind of the one i know i do have an affinity for game shows i love watching game shows mm-hmm. but i think i think you take it to the next <laughs> level i yeah i a lot of people love game shows and i am in that group of people i absolutely adore game shows i mean i you know enjoy everything from trivia to anything puzzles to word to any kind of game shows you know i know you're you're a big board game guy you love games in general yes when it comes to game show tv shows i i just have an addiction i swear to god like (laughs) in college i would watch gsn non-stop like you know back when i actually like Mm -hmm. had cable i don't fuck I don't think I've had cable since college thinking about it because who the fuck pays for cable? I do. Yeah. <laughs> so if I ever come over to your place, like pretty much I just want to watch the game show network just so you know. And yeah, I, and so I really got an affinity for some older game shows. Um, and so I really kind of had a tough time with this list, really paring it down to what I like because there's there's so many good ones. And there's some ones that just people don't know. Uh, and it's just, it's good stuff. Um, I'm I, I, I really like the play together with the game show aspect there you know they they need to be partly interactive Mm -hmm. so i'll go into i guess a little bit to what we decided uh you know constitutes a game show for this particular Mm -hmm. podcast Um, because you know really what is a game show there's so many different variants nowadays you know you can consider a lot of reality tv shows to be game shows things like biggest loser or survivor or other stuff and you know, in my opinion, those really, really fit into competition shows. Uh, so something like like a Master Chef or Top Chef, um, or mm-hmm. even you know going into American Gladiators or something like um, Takeshi's Castle or American Ninja Warrior or the original Ninja Warrior. You know, those are all right. fantastic shows, but they are competition shows. They're not game shows because, to me, a real game show is one that has at least at least part of the show needs to be something that the person watching can participate in, you know, to some extent. Or they, right. can, they can guess or they can try and, like, you know, figure something out. Or, you know, they need to have something other than just watch and see what the person who's competing do- is doing. And so right. that's why we didn't include those kind of competition shows in this version or in this top 10. Yeah. Yeah. To me, good, a good game show has got to be uh, one that anyone off the street could walk into mm-hmm. and be able to play and be able to do it. Now yeah. they may not be any good at it or they may not win it, but they would be able to play it. It shouldn't be too convoluted. Um, some of the game shows that I've seen come out recently, I'll watch it one time and I'm like, there's way too much going on for this to be. It's, and inevitably they never last. Mm-hmm. 
There's too much involved. There's too much production. There's too many lights and, you know, shit going on. Yeah. It's the simple ones. You know, there's a yeah. reason why games like Jeopardy, Price is Right, Wheel of Fortune have been around for decades at this point mm-hmm. because their concepts are simple. Anyone can do them. You know, that doesn't mean everyone will be successful at them. But, you know, there's a reason why games like that have lasted a very long time mm-hmm. because, you know, anyone can do them. Yeah. And that, that's what makes them popular. I loved watching American Gladiators. There's no way in hell I could ever perform on it. <laughs> no. I want to, but I can't. Fuck no. Maybe so. if they had American Fattiators. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. We need to make that show, John. <laughs> just have big tubos running around and, uh, uh, you know, just uh, failing. Uh, there'd, be no yeah, yeah, there'd be no running. Yeah, there'd be no running. Oddly enough, for a guy my size, I actually do enjoy playing, like, Airsoft. Mm-hmm. Uh, but whenever we play, at the beginning of a round, someone will go, okay, you run here, run here. And I look at him and I go, I don't run. <laughs> it's like, I will make my way to the first spot, and then I will just snipe from there. Yeah. Do not ask me to run. It's <laughs> not going to happen. All right. I'm actually really excited about this. Mm-hmm. I, you kind of you said this before. I also had a very hard time with this one, not mm-hmm. figuring out what was going to be on my list. But one, I had a hard time narrowing down my list. Mm-hmm. And two, I actually had a hard time figuring out where I wanted things to be. Um, I kind of, you know, I, figuring out which one was going to be number one wasn't too difficult. Yeah. But, you know, I watch all these games and I'm like, I enjoy all of them. And I had a hard time quantifying you know what place they were going to be. Yeah. I'm not even entirely sure I have them in the <laughs> in in the right order for me, mm-hmm. but I have them in a order, so that's the order I'm going to go with. Okay. All right. Well then yeah, we'll share some of our extra ones uh as honorable mentions right before number 1. Um just so we can yep. kind of get a good bit in, but yeah, sweet. I'm yeah. Woo, game shows. Ah, yeah. All right. Well, let's go ahead and start with our number 10. Oh, I wanted to ask you this, Adam. Mm-hmm. What I think we should do is if any of us say one that the other one has, mm-hmm. just say I have it higher. Okay. And then we'll talk. Yeah. No, don't talk about it. We'll talk about it together when okay. it gets to that person's okay, cool. one. I think what happens is is when when we both have them uh-huh. and one person says something about them, it it's still you want to engage with that yeah. person, and then it becomes a little too one sided. So fair enough. If anyone says I have it higher, then we'll just wait until the that shows up again at the, at the next person's list. Okay, let's go. I'm cool with that. All right, and I imagine actually this is probably going to happen a lot because uh, I don't know if we'll have exactly the same list. I think we'll probably have a lot of similar ones. I think in this so list, too. Yeah, but where they fall will be the deciding thing. Exactly, and, and of course because because we were brothers, we grew up watching a lot of the same stuff, uh, and so I think yeah, we'll, we'll you know for a lot of these lists, we probably do have a good chance of them being similar stuff, but. Uh, just in different places. Other than that, that, that Disney list kind of surprised me just because we were slightly just different enough generations to have pretty <laughs> right. good and different lists. So, okay. All right. Do you want to start or do you want sure. me to start? Uh, I think I started last time. Yeah, you so did. I'll, I'll start, start I'll start this time. time. Sure. Uh, so, my top 10 game shows. Uh, my number 10 is a kids show that I absolutely loved. Uh, it is, you know, there are some good kids game shows out there and this is one that you and i have actually already talked about i think it's an absolute fantastic 90s kid show uh i i know they tried to like remake it as like a made for tv movie and i think that was a bust but the actual show itself uh where you had different teams of different color slash animal combinations was so fucking cool uh i did Legends of the Hidden Temple is my number 10. 
Legends of the Hidden Temple. With your guide, Kirk Hogg. Uh, that one did not make my list. Okay. All right. So between the purple parrots and the silver snakes and, you know, all the different stuff and, right. and the big talking head, we you know we, we have an entire episode where, or not an entire episode, but, you know, we do talk about that um, in our episode where we also talked about uh, the League of Their Own episode, um, which we did at the uh, uh, Long Beach Comic Con, uh, which was a yep. good stuff. But anyway, that show, I think it had a good mix of it. There was good trivia moments, you know, in one section. So that's why I'm considering this mm-hmm. a game show. Other stuff, it was competition and you had to run and do things like that. But I think because it at least had one element of trivia in there, I I, I allowed it. And I think it's, to me, it's my favorite kids game show. You know, I don't think that there were too many kids game shows that didn't have some kind of physical mm-hmm. aspect to it. Yeah. I think all of them did. Yeah. Yeah. But you know what? I that I understand cuz kids, it honestly kids at that age, no matter what size you're at, you just got a lot of energy so you can just move. Listen, I've taught fat kids who can move. Yeah. <laughs> cuz they just have way yeah. more energy than I do. Yeah. One of the few uh which was a good one which I Put on. I didn't. It didn't even make my not my honorable mentions list, but it, it one I thought about. And you're probably just slightly too older for it. Uh, is figure it out on Nickelodeon? There wasn't really a okay, physical yeah. part to it that I remember. Um, it was just pretty much almost a strict game show. Other than like you know they they would pour slime on people because it was Nickelodeon and it was the 90s. Right. You're gonna slime people. Yeah, most. You're right. Most of them had some kind of physical element to them. Like even shit. Even something like what is it, Nick Arcade had some had some physical shit right. to it. <laughs> Right, exactly. You had to you had uh, to jump on that goddamn rug uh, and stuff. Oh, I, yeah, we're going to get to Nick Arcade, I hope, eventually. <laughs> so, oddly enough, actually most... I'm not saying there isn't any, because there, there is... Uh, you will see some kids' game shows. Most of the kids' game shows, I don't actually have that mm. big of a nostalgic fondness for. Okay. I, I think pretty early on, I found that I really loved just regular adult game shows. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm mostly with you as well, and this is very blatantly, this is my only kids game show then it, it was my okay. favorite and it, it made my number my top 10 and so it was, it was 10 okay. of that all right well i guess i'll jump into my number 10 i definitely i have not seen this game show in a long time i, I think they tried to redo it once or twice but it just never had the same feel mm-hmm. it was weird it seemed like a really weird game show at the time because the whole thing took place in the grocery store my number 10 is supermarket sweep that one is higher on my list all right, we'll talk about that one later then. All right. Well, then we'll talk about it right now because that's my number nine, <laughs> actually. Okay. <laughs> yeah, my number nine is Supermarket Sweep. Welcome to the first supermarket in the world that gives you money, $5,000. And we give it away time and time again. Since $5,000 is serious money, you have to do some serious shopping to earn that 5000 The whole idea is to shop faster and smarter than the next person. Go ahead, grab everything you can get your hands on, then fill up your cart as high as you can. Sure, it may look like hard work, but you know what? It's a lot of fun, too. When you win the 5000 sometimes you get carried away, and sometimes you'll even be moved to tears. So get ready, because you never know what's going to happen on Supermarket Sweep. So, you know, keep going, John. Okay. <laughs> okay. You know what? I 
if you asked me right this second, I probably couldn't even tell you exactly what the games were on the show. <laughs> yeah. I just remember I watched that show so much yeah. in like middle school and high school, and I loved it. You know, I mean, it was it was a fucking game show in a supermarket. It was. It was. But I yeah. just I just remember really enjoying it. Mm-hmm. It was a lot of fun. Like it's it's more for the nostalgia that I put it on the list than anything else. Yeah. So there were there were uh, kind of trivia aspects where they had to kind of find you know guess the prices of certain grocery items and that would they could you know collect all this time uh, and then you know with with all that time that they could get they would go run and try and get like the the most expensive basket you know you know in the grocery store and so you would end up grabbing like these one these special items that might be a big gigantic inflatable whatever worth a, a specific amount that they would pull off and, and do it and other than that one of the things i remember the most about supermarket market sweep um was the way people just would grab frozen turkeys and just chuck them in the- <laughs> that's what yes. they just loved their fucking turkeys because they were so expensive you know <laughs> yeah but um, yeah, Supermarket Sweep, it had a few different kind of runs uh, and it actually started in like the mid 60s. Like there was an original version way back then. Obviously, we're talking about the version from like it ran from 1990 to 95. Uh, and that was kind of mm-hmm. the main one that we watched. Uh, and it was ho- hosted by this guy, David uh, Ruprecht, who I don't really know his name. Um, I Honestly, I couldn't even tell you like if I rec- would recognize his voice. But I once I see him, I'm like, oh, fuck, yeah, the Supermarket Sweep guy. Uh <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, that was just a fun, silly game show. It's like, yeah, I don't remember too much about it other than people running around with those damn shopping, shopping carts. And it was right. fun. All so. right. And that was your number nine. Yep. That was my number nine. So I will move on to my number nine, which actually is the, the game show really actually kind of predates me. Mm-hmm. So I mostly I mostly have a fondness for this one watching it in syndication. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is I mean a lot of that stuff for me as well because of right. GSN and you have that ability. There is a ver a new version going on right now. It's okay to me. They're trying too much to get the same feel as the one mm. of the seventies, and I feel like it was a little too weird. But I I do enjoy watching the the original, even though most of the sort of celebrities who were on it were not ones I knew because they were sort of, you know, B-list celebrities of the time. My number nine is the original Match Game. Mm. That one is higher on my list. Okay. I figured that one was going to be higher on the list. I know you, I thought I remembered you having a really kind of uh, love for that game. And you'll find out just how much I love it. (laughs) It's it's not, it's not your number eight, is it? It's not my number eight. Okay. So no, it's higher. All right. It'd be weird if the things yeah. were for ours were always just one off. <laughs> yeah, that would be that would be funny. So all, all right. right. So yeah. what is your number eight then, sir? Uh, my number eight is a game show that I know I watched. I'm pretty sure I watched it with you. I know I watched it with our sister at some point as well. You know, it was a silly, very '80s game show uh, where some, there were some trivia aspects that you know you would get not spins but random rounds on this board that would kind of be randomized, uh, and you try and stay away from this fucking evil demonish whammy uh, that was very kind of famous with these um, animations. Uh, my number eight is Press Your Luck. That one is higher on my list. Okay. All right. We will uh, hold off and talk about that later. So my number eight, actually, I won't be surprised if it's on your list, and I won't be surprised if it's not on your list. Because I, 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 you know, this one's this one is a staple. Mm-hmm. But I don't remember if this was like one of your favorite staples, sort of of the staple, you know, game shows. But you know what? The show's been running for a long time, and God damn it, Vanna White doesn't age. <laughs> I went with Wheel of Fortune as my number eight. Yeah, that one did not make my list. Yeah, I didn't. I wasn't gonna be surprised either way. Mm-hmm. 
Hollywood, it's the Wheel of Fortune. America's most popular game show. And now, the world. Here they are soaring into your lives. Yeah, I mean, it's it's Hangman. This mm-hmm. is the game. It's it basically Hangman. But a lot of people, when they think of Wheel of Fortune, they think of, you know, old people watching game shows. <laughs> yes. But I really enjoy, I mean, I, I love the mind practice of mm-hmm. trying to figure out seeing letters. I mean, it's basically like playing a crossword. Okay, we have a clue. You know, you can start to figure it out what the word is, and you have so many letters, and, you know, can your brain... I've just always enjoyed the challenge of trying to figure out what the word is before any of the contestants do. Yeah. Yeah. There's, that's a really fun, interactive game show. And I mean, there is absolutely, you know, I understand why people have it so, so high on their list and it makes a lot of people's top tens. And if this was like an overall, you know, if I had to pick like, what are the top 10 and most influential game shows of mm-hmm. all time. This would probably make the list, but it's not my top ten favorite. But I absolutely see why it is for a lot of people. Uh, it is, it is, you know, fun. I like it better as I get older. I guess you know, the the closer I get to life alert, you know, falling and I can't get up uh, <laughs> age, uh, the more I kind of probably appreciate it and like it. But it's still, you know, it's not there for me. I didn't love it as a as a kid like I did some of these other ones. But I, I can see the appreciation in it. For sure. Yeah. Oddly enough, this game show is actually one of my son's favorite game shows. Oh. Oh wow. Okay. He really he really enjoys this one. I think I think he just likes game shows, because uh, our father, who lives with me now, watches a lot of TV because he's retired. He's earned that shit. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what I'd be doing if I had retired. <laughs> Fuck yeah! So actually, I'd probably I'd probably get into like video games. We should we should teach Dad the Xbox, and like he should do. Some, <laughs> I'd love to see him like out there poning noobs on like uh, Modern Warfare or something. I think that'd be fucking awesome. <laughs> what are you gonna do? Cry to your grandma? <laughs> <laughs> that'd be good. Yeah. So it's weird. So he Dad was watching a lot of Family Feud for a while. So my son got into that. Now his his thing has been Wheel of Fortune and. Our typical, it's weird, our typical bedtime for him is before Wheel of Fortune comes mm, on. Mm-hmm. It's like right, right before. And so he's gotten to the point where he basically, we've just given in to him <laughs> not going to bed for another hour because he's going to watch uh-huh. Wheel of Fortune and yeah. Jeopardy, the two yeah. of them together. Yeah. Because they, they're, they're always back to back. It's it always back to back. It's weird. I always thought that it was everywhere else. I always thought that everywhere it was Wheel of Fortune first, mm-hmm. Jeopardy second. But here, where I in Vegas, it's the other way. They show oh, Jeopardy yeah. first, then Wheel of Fortune. So I don't know what I don't know what makes them flip them either way. Because I know in other places it's reversed. Yeah, I mean, when we grew up, it was always Wheel of Fortune first, always. Right. Um, but I, I mean, they're both you know syndication game shows, so it's wherever people want to, whoever, whatever station can buy them, then they can put them wherever, and they just typically put them together. Right. All right. That was my number eight. Okay. Moving on to number seven. Number seven uh, is a show that, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if it didn't make your list at all, but it is one that is, it really is a classic game show. And it's one that I started appreciating, not as a child. It's not one that we watched when we were younger, but it was one that I watched on GSN later. Um, and I really started to get an appreciation of it, appreciation for it, particularly, you know, it, it's not probably not super interactive but like you do have to think about how you would say it separately from the celebrities that are on there um you know and you have to try and get these people to to say to say these types of uh i don't know to say like this phrase or this whatever you know this action is just by like giving them lists so for example i could say 
precogs, fortune tellers, eight ball. And what would you what would you try to answer to that, John? Uh, things that predict the future. Exactly, and that's what this game show was all about. So I'm talking about the twenty five thousand dollar pyramid. From Television City in Hollywood, this is the new $25,000 Pyramid. Today's special guests are from the young and the restless, Mick Bennett, and from Family Ties, Michael J. Fox. Your host is Dick Clark. Um, you know, it kind of had different price ranges throughout its time, um, but it was Dick Clark is one or was one of the absolute top tier game show hosts in my opinion mm-hmm. he was absolutely fantastic um and so i really appreciated him and all the celebrities that they had on that show it was really fun i really really liked $25,000 pyramid um they actually have a version now that michael strahan hosts and he oh. i don't know if i don't know if it's still on he does a pretty good job but it's not the same uh you know and a lot of them i just kind of want to keep the old 70s feel <laughs> You know, just keep just keep those goddamn right. 70 sets and just put new people in them. I even want them to use like older cameras, you know, <laughs> just make it right. look really fucking old and I'd be even happier with it. Uh, that, most of them kind look- kind of dull orange color. Yes, exactly. It was like yellow on orange. Like that is yeah. Pyramid to me. Uh, and so anyway, I, I really, really like Pyramid. So I talked a lot about it. Is it is it on your list at all? Oddly enough, uh, this was the one that I was fighting with Supermarket Suite for number uh, ten. Okay, <laughs> so it, it was it didn't it just missed the list. Okay, I, I had it higher, and then I just kept moving it lower and lower until eventually it was yeah. right off the list. But okay. I agree with you. I actually really do enjoy. And it was one that I think I did watch it when I was younger, but it wasn't until I was more like a, a teenager mm-hmm. before I started to watch it and appreciate it for the game that it is. Yeah. So no, I totally understand. I really did enjoy that too. I agree. I thought Dick Clark was a, a great game show host. Mm-hmm. He wasn't over the top. He was very sort of straightforward. Yeah. You know, you you let the celebrities be the silly ones in yeah. that in that game. <laughs> yes. He just sort of set them up for him. Yes. So I totally see why that would be cool. on your list. All right. Uh, my number seven. I'm pretty sure you're gonna tell me yours is higher. I'm <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm gonna wait for the sentence. So my number seven is another one similar to Match Game, and that it always seemed to have like slightly B-list celebrities on it, but they were always making jokes, and it was way more about just the comedy of it than it was even really playing the game show. But you always wanted to see who was gonna be in the center square. My number seven is Hollywood Squares. One of these stars is sitting in the secret square, and the contestant who picks it first could win a prize package worth. Over $2,000. Which star is it? Michael Landon. Lee Grant. Red Fox. Vincent Price. Wally Cox. Rosemary. Mel Brooks. Linda DeJord. Or Paul Lynn. All in the Hollywood Square. Did not make my list. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I, I thought I remembered you loving that show. N- no, uh, you must have remembered wrong. Or I mean, okay. like I, I like Hollywood Squares, but it's it it's not even one that I kind of even considered. You know, y- the way you put it is correct. Like, you know, you just the the celebrities just kind of go haywire, and it's just kind of it's fun. It's fun, but it's not it's not even close to my. It's not a top ten for sure. Okay. Yeah, but it's a good one. It's a good game show. I I can see why it would make people's top tens. I remember watching a couple iterations, you know, they had the the one they had one from the 70s and then mm-hmm. there was kind of one in the 80s and 90s a little bit. I remember Gilbert Godfrey was on it all the time. Yeah. Yep. I remember that um, as well. 
I remember I loved watching the 70s ones because it seemed like all the celebrities were just drunk. <laughs> it was a, a TV game show that all these guys who had at some point been big in their careers had nothing left to do, so they went to go, to go do this. So it seemed like they didn't care. So they were just drunk and making jokes. And honestly, this is the only reason I know who Paul Lind is. I don't, I don't even... That doesn't even ring a bell for me. <laughs> you might... I don't know. Like when I was oh, younger, okay. I, wa- I, I just I just looked up his his face. Yes, I recognize the face absolutely. Okay, because he was kind of like overly flamboyant. Yeah. And, yes. Uh, also seemed like he was drunk all the time. Yeah, he was he was quite funny on Hollywood Squares. Yeah, absolutely. He was actually other than Hollywood Squares, he was actually most famous for being on Bewitched. Okay. He played he played. Uh, is it Samantha? Is that the witch's name? On he, Bewitched. Yes. Yeah. He was the uh, the uncle, right? Yeah. It was her uncle or her yeah her uncle. Something. That's what yeah. It was. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like a magical, uh, some shit like that. But he was he was hilarious on Hollywood Squares. That's the mm-hmm. only reason I know who he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Looking at his face, absolutely. So cool. All right, so that was my number seven. It's a good answer. It's a, definitely a good answer. My number six, and I'm not gonna say much about it because I would. I'm kind of. I'm kind of pretty sure this might be higher on your list, um, or maybe it's your number six even. My number six is win Ben Stein's money. My number six is win Ben Stein's money. <laughs> okay. Hello, I'm Ben Stein, and today I'm going to make history. I'm putting up $5,000 that says I know more than you. So if you're smart enough, fast enough, and if you've got the guts, you can win Ben Stein's money. I was not even sure you were going to remember this game. Well, I I honestly, I remember watching it mostly because you watched it. And I watched it along with you um, because of that. You know, this isn't a show that, I mean, it's probably on GSN now, um, but it's, it's not really one I watched in syndication. But I remember watching this when it came out because you watched it so much. And it was a fantastic trivia show. It really was. Yeah. I love how they, how they kind of sequestered Ben, you know, in that like glass box uh, and and they right. had the trivia, and it was just I don't know. It just it was it worked really really well. Pretty much agree. There's there's not much really wasn't wouldn't be more to say about it. I yeah. I just I haven't seen it in a long time, mm-hmm. but I remember watching it a ton. Yeah. So I'm not surprised that's how you remember it. It was just enjoyable, and it was is Ben. You actually get to see Ben Stein emote a little. Yeah, yeah. It was fun because you know he's so comically, you know, very just dull and dry, like you know dry, very dry. But his humor was really good on that show um yeah as was jimmy kimmel like this is the show that introduced us to jimmy kimmel oh yeah because he was like the he was the side guy wasn't he He was exactly he was the side guy and i think probably because he was funny and he got really you know pretty popular on that show is when then uh comedy central then like entrusted him with the man show right and so then the man show came after that but really we first saw jimmy kimmel's uh comedy with Ben Stein's money and he would just, you know, he kind of fire back, you know, with their rapport was really good on that show. I remember it was just, it was just very dry. And then Jimmy just kind of being just, I don't know, being Jimmy. <laughs> yeah. I think pe- some people, you know, people associate Ben Stein so much with Ferris Bueller's day off. Mm-hmm. I think they forget how smart Ben Stein really is. Ben Stein mm-hmm. was a, a speech writer for Nixon. Yeah. Yeah. And, and if he so, can get, you know, that dirty bastard, uh, you know, get him in, in office from, you know, sounding eloquent, <laughs> then right. that's, that's pretty goddamn good. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I'm I'm really glad uh, I'm really glad you remembered it, and I'm pleasantly surprised to find it in the exact yeah. same spot, yeah. too. Yeah, absolutely. So that worked out. 
Uh, all right. Well, let's go ahead and jump in on number five. All right. Uh, my number five is an old school game. It's one that I wouldn't be shocked if they have a new version now or if, you know, maybe th- maybe they'll do one if kind of we get another game show renaissance happening. And I, I would be kind of surprised if this one made your list at all. So my number five is Password. Yes, it's Password. Brought to you by Woolite, the cold water wash created specially for woolens and all fine fabrics. And now here's your host on Password, Alan Ludden. Yeah, it didn't make my list. Okay. I Password is so simple. It's so classic. I really, really, I like the original game show, or the original host, Alan Ludden. He was very good. Um, I actually really liked Burt Convy, who was uh, the host of Super Password, which came about in the 80s. Um, the, the original was like in the maybe 60s, even uh, 60s, 70s. But the show is just very simple. It's just a word association game, you know, where uh, you, you see like, it'd be like, the password is pencil. And, you know, then the, the celebrity guest would have to be like, writing. And then you get one chance to be like, hmm, pen. No, that's not it. And you say like, graphite. Ah, pencil. Like, yeah, and then, you know, you get <laughs> yeah. money for the more and more words that you get. And it was always funny. And this happened, I don't know, like maybe once every 10 games or something. And it was always funny where a celebrity or, you know, whoever would look at the card and say the card was pencil. And they'd look at it and then they'd think for a second and they'd go, pencil and be like oh shit <laughs> they, just, they just fucking blew it right then and there uh but yeah it's i i very much enjoy password it's such a basic game but it's one that mm-hmm. i just really really found to be humorous and it was fairly celebrity driven but um it was it was good times okay all right uh so my number five I will not be surprised if this one is higher on your list. Actually, mm. if this one's not on your list, I will actually be kind of shocked. And so I actually won't say too much about it because I'm pretty sure you're going to say higher. Uh, this one has had a slew of different hosts, and we've made no secret as to which ones have been our favorites. My number five is Family Feud. It's higher on my list. Okay. Okay. And we'll go straight into it. Number four. My number four is Family Feud. Okay. Let's meet the McKenzie family. Ken, Carolyn, Colin, Karen, and Mona. Ready for action. Playing again, the John Carlo family. Joretta, Patty, Marcus, Jereen, and Beth. On your mark. Let's start the family feud. With the star of family feud, Ray Cole. We've we've talked about this before, yeah, but it is. It is a good game show that really has lasted kind of on and off for so many years. Yeah, with a slew of hosts, and we talked about him before. Ray Combs, you know, Ray, Ray Combs and Richard Carn. We love a lot of people. I, I saw because I was kind of like looking up after we had that discussion. I kind of looked up, oh, who are people's top ten favorite or not top ten because there's not ten of them, but who are people's right. favorite game show or Family Feud hosts? And no one had ever. Everyone put like Richard Carn down like near the bottom. Or, or in like just the middle, and I'm like, I really liked Richard Carn. I mean, he was yeah. very approachable and just kind of, you know, very simple. Like he he just reminded me of like kind of a classic game show host. Yeah, who just kind of like sat back and let the game or like the the contestants really kind of you know shine. Or someone like Steve Harvey, who is a good host for sure. I like Steve Harvey. Yeah, but he you know he is very Steve Harvey on that show, and <laughs> I've also. Yeah, that's the- 
There's no really other way to put that. No. And I've also got some issues with how the show is run now, um, where mm. before, you know, the show always had innuendo. Like, that was a part of the show where, right. you know, they would say kind of like, you know, whatever one of the answers might be, you know, kind of innuendo-esque. Now they almost push it too much. Yeah. And it's almost too sexual and or, or too kind of, you know, trying to be too hip and too with it. And I'm just like, no, right. no, no, just be straightforward and be a damn game show. I still like the version now. I still like Steve Harvey. But yeah, Family Feud is an all-time classic. And it is, uh, you know, Richard Dawson was one of the, the best creepers on TV. He was such, <laughs> such, a, such a scumbaggy kind of guy, you know. Right. <laughs> I mean, he seemed nice. Yeah, seemed cool enough. But like, yeah, he just, you just knew that. You know, he he couldn't he would not have survived the the Me Too movement. That's for damn sure. Oh, no, no, (laughs) nope. I mean, we don't need to make any accusations. You know, uh, Richard Dawson is uh, is past now. So maybe, you know, we don't need to say too much about him, but maybe make sure he's dead. Yeah, he's dead. Uh, um, but, <laughs> yes, he, he died a while ago. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, but I don't know. It just yeah, I, I, that's why he's not my favorite host, just because he is, you know, he's just a little bit too, too creeper-esque. But it, it, was, right. very, it was very 70s. You know, he, he was definitely that 70s, 70s style. Yep. Which is why he worked so well in Running Man. Yeah, yeah. Which is we just, so go watch our, uh, or listen to our Running Man episode and you'll hear us discuss, discuss uh, Richard Dawson a lot more. Um, was there anything else about Family Feud? I kind of took that one over, John. No, no, no. That, I mean, that was, you pretty much said everything i was gonna say anyway so yeah i did that one is though an absolute fantastic play along with game because you can shout out your answers and try and like you know make sure you're getting you know the most popular answer and i always love the ending you know where they had like the fast uh like the fast round where they had to like just name those things really quickly and uh, there's some really funny moments on youtube just from that game show in general so i highly recommend watching those but yeah so Family Feud number four. So my number four is actually my own, my only kids game show mm-hmm. that's on my list. I, I've just, I've always loved this game show uh, because it is, mo- it's mostly trivia mm-hmm. um, and knowledge base. And it didn't matter if you won or lost the very last thing, you got to scream, do it, Rockapella. Oh, shit. My number four is where in the world is Carmen Sandiego? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even think of that one. Fuck. That was a damn good game show. It yeah. was. And I, I've, it, I, the whole last one was really geography yeah. based because you had to put these ma- like these flags on different maps. Mm-hmm. And I've always been, I'm not great at it, but I've always loved geography. Mm-hmm. I Just this whole game, just, uh, you know, I l- I've always loved. You know, I mean, fucking Rockapella singing that, uh, yeah. singing that theme song. Yeah. <laughs> I, I wish they did a new version of it today. I, I think they've tried once or twice. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It hasn't ha- doesn't have that same flair. Yeah. No, they do. But I feel like they've tried other things with Carmen Sandiego, and they have like they've had like cartoons with her and like yeah. other stuff. Like, like, no, I don't care about the story of Carmen Sandiego. I like right. that damn game show. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, for some reason, I thought you were going to be going Double Dare because uh, I, I know you liked <laughs> Double Dare back in the day. But, right. But, yeah, but but when you say Carmen San Diego, absolutely, that makes a lot of sense. You you definitely love that one. And even me, I'm not sure I would it would make my list even remembering thinking about it, but it was mm-hmm. a hell of a kid's game show. Yeah. Great, yeah, great call. Again, it's it's more nostalgic love for anything, but I just mm-hmm. I always it always makes me smile thinking about that game. Yeah, yeah, damn, good stuff, John. <laughs> All right, uh, number three, we're on our top three, sir. Our number three, my number three is one that you talked about way way back in your number nine. Uh, so it made <laughs> my top three. It's a absolute fantastic game show. It's one that they play on GSN. At least they did. I'm sure they still do. Um, just pretty much on repeat, like for like five hours straight. And I can watch it for like five <laughs> hours straight because the celebrities are so ridiculous and drunk. And it is hilarious. <laughs> um, it's match game. I absolutely yep. love match game. Get ready to match the stars. Bob Barker. Brett Summer. Charles Nelson Riley, Arlene Francis, Richard Dawson, and Fanny Flagg as we play the star-studded Big Money Match Game 75. And now here's the star of Match Game 75, Gene Rayburn. Gene Rayburn is an awesome hell of a host. It's a very simple kind of game where you have two contestants just trying to, like, match the game in a phrase that, you know, that, that you have a blank with, you know. And, you know, you'd have to match with this panel, this panel of six celebrities uh, who, you know, in the 70s version, you know, that's really where we got to know Charles Nelson Riley, who is a mm-hmm. very flamboyant, just fantastic game show celebrity. Love him. There was a fantastic Weird Al Yankovic song about uh, Charles Nelson Riley called CNR that I highly <laughs> recommend. It was a good one. Charles Nelson Riley won the two day frogs with two black tires and a missing chain. He trained a rattlesnake to do his laundry. I'm telling you, the man was insane. He could rip out your beaten heart and show it to you right before you died. Every day he'd make a host of match game, give him a piggyback ride. Yeah! And then also, for anybody out there who likes Charles Nelson Reilly, there was a one-man show that he kind of did. It wasn't, it was like an, uh, I don't even think it was like even off-Broadway, but it was like just kind of like a, you know, a theater show that mm-hmm. uh, there I have the Blu-ray of called Life of Riley, and it is absolutely just interesting to all hell and emotional. And he just kind of tells mm. about his life and it's really good. And so I highly recommend anyone watching that. But um, so anyway, the celebrities like that, Brett Summers, Richard Dawson was on match game all the time. Betty White was on it quite a bit. And actually Richard Dawson uh, in part got the idea for family feud. I think it was with Mark Goodson or, you know, one of those big producers mm-hmm. who also produced match game because the end of match game was pretty much just like Family Feud, where it was a, you know, to get like the big money in Match Game, you had to name or what was the most popular answer that they pulled a question, you know, previous audience, you know, and they would give the different money values for the different top three answers. And that is almost basically exactly Family Feud. Mm -hmm. So, um, so this is really the precursor for Family Feud. And uh, that's partly why I love it more. And it's just fun. They have a new version now with Alec Baldwin. Yeah. Uh, you, you mentioned that. Yeah. And it's not as good. It's 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 okay. They they you you said the way you said it, 
they're trying too hard. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he they're basically just trying to do the 70s version. They are. And you can even see that they have like they have wine glasses that they show and they show right. like the celebrity drink. And it's like, you know what? We all know they're drunk. We don't need to see them drinking. You know, I mean, right. they have a little subtlety. But um, one of the things that I love about Match Game is the way that they would do the questions. You know, they really started off the, uh, you know, there's that joke that say, you would say, like, Big Bertha is so big. How <laughs> big is she? Yep. She's so big that when she sits around a blank, she really sits around it, you know, and, and whatever. I always love that kind of call and response from the audience. And I, I, you know, I think a lot of people and a lot of comedians like kind of, I don't know, call out, call back to that. Or I've seen shows like kind of do pop culture call outs. Things like Family Guy has definitely right. called back to, you know, how big is it or how whatever is it? And kids these days don't really know what that's about. But that was all from Match Game. And it's just it's just a blast. Fuck, I love Match Game. I could <laughs> I want that on repeat. And it's just it's so good. All right. Any, anything else? I know I, it was it was your number nine, and you've been waiting this long to talk about it. I'm sure you're about to bust. Uh, I liked it a lot. <laughs> okay. No, no, no. Eloquently put, John. <laughs> Succinctly put, for someone yeah. who likes trivia games. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, I'll just go ahead and jump into my number three then. Okay. So my number three, you have not mentioned it, so it is either really high on your list or not on it at all, which is a little surprising, I think. Mm. I'm just going to go out and say it just in case. My number three is The Price is Right. It's higher on my list. All right. Okay. Then what is your number two? My number two is The Price is Right. <laughs> All right. Three, three <laughs> times I have been just one above you. Here it comes. Television's most exciting hour of fantastic prizes. The fabulous 60 Minute Price is Right. on The Price is Right. And now, here is the star of The Price is Right, Bob Barker! It just goes to show, like, we basically watched a lot of these same yeah. ones and have the same sort of thing. I, the one thing I... Here's here's my fond memory of The Price is Right. Um, I've always loved it. I actually... I actually really do like Drew Carey yeah. as the new host. Um, I think the first couple of uh, seasons, I think he was trying to find his his voice on it. And I honestly, we, if you notice the first season when he he looked like he had dropped a lot of weight, mm-hmm. he did not look happy. No, yeah, <laughs> which, I, which I agree. Which which tells me that he was just in the process of losing weight because nobody went yeah. who's on a diet is happy. <laughs> yeah, it, t- it took him a few years, and it took honestly the the studio or the the home audience to really get used to Drew. But he's he's kind of made it his own. He's done a good job. He is not Bob, but he is fan. He's a he's a damn good host. But you know, for me, dude, it's always Bob Barker. 
Oh, yeah. I mean, he's a classic. But what makes this show so nostalgic for me is remembering those times when I was a kid, when I was sick and got mm-hmm. to stay home, and that was the only time you got to watch The Price is Right. Yeah. That's, that is what made this show so special, I think, for a lot of kids. is because uh-huh. a lot of us have that exact same memory of The Price is Right is, you know, yeah, you can watch some of it over summer, but really it was those times when you were sick at home and you actually got to watch that during the day because it was always on, for us, it was on at 11 every day. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. And so you never got to see it normally. And so it was like, you know, oh God, we actually get to watch Prices Right today. Oh, it's so good. As we put Bob Barker, dude, he is, he is an all-time great. He would definitely make my top five game show hosts as well. You mm-hmm. know, he was so good. You know, the whole spade and neuter your pet at the end was just such a great tagline that he had. Bob Barker reminding you, help control the pet population. Have your pets spayed or neutered. Good night, everybody. Um, you know, people love to, like, use that nowadays, and it's all because of him. And yeah. somebody who we're actually going to probably talk about again on your number two, which is I, I just, I know what your number, well, I, I can guess. It could be your number one, um, but... One of them that I had mentioned previously that you haven't mentioned yet, which I'm sure is going to be coming up soon. Um, but anyway, he did the voice for Price is Right for a long, long time. Rod Roddy doesn't get nearly oh, yeah. enough credit, but Rod Roddy is such a good game show announcer. Like, I mm-hmm. absolutely love his voice and what he did. And so um, the, Price is right, they, they, the thing that's really fun about Price is Right as well is there's a lot of variety in it. You know, a lot of game shows mm-hmm. have the same kind of show over and over, but like Price is Right has tons of different mini games, you know, all based about, you know, guessing the prices on certain stuff. But, you know, they do it in so many different ways that it, it keeps it fresh and it keeps it fun. And God damn it, you know, I've actually watched it live um, at least twice. Uh, when I was living in Los Angeles, I went and, and watched it live and it is fun. And uh, I really, I never got called down, but I wish I could have gone and I should have just run up on stage and spun the wheel just to (laughs) fucking say I've done that. (laughs) I've heard people say that it's actually heavier than it looks. Yeah, it it does look pretty damn big. It just, it it looks like it's always like a fun party atmosphere. Mm -hmm. It always has. Yeah. You know, you you get to, it's like one of the few ones where the audience really gets to kind of let loose and scream and shout. Mm -hmm. And you're always waiting for for Rod to go, a new car. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Oh shit, someone's going to win a car. (laughs) Yeah. It's still fun. It's, you know, there's a reason why it's still running. It's mm-hmm. a classic. It hasn't changed, really. I mean, the base. You know, a few things have changed here and there. Did you see? Uh, did you? Uh, this was this wasn't that long ago. But did you see the episode or the clip of the episode where the the uh, model accidentally gave away the car? Oh no! <laughs> so they're playing. I, I forget. You know, I forget. It wasn't a game I was familiar with, but it was one mm. where she had to reveal a price as the lady guessed it. Okay. And so she revealed the price, and she heard the the buzzer for the wrong answer. Forgot that the lady got to have another guess and revealed the correct oh. one. <laughs> so she- and so they had to give her the car. <laughs> Oh, that's, that's, yeah. I mean, that's also what I like about it. Yeah. She got so embarrassed, she hid behind the thing oh. during the performance. But the producers loved it. They they showed the whole thing as was. Yeah. So they, they and they, I mean, like, Drew was, mm-hmm. like, they were all supportive. They're like, they thought it was hilarious. Yeah. I they, mean, they, yeah. They always have felt like the producers and um, either Bob or Drew, you know, when those kind of things happen, they roll with it. And they, they always do it, you know, in, like, the nice way and they're like oh just yeah fuck it give him the car give him whatever and it's just like oh yeah it's 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 a sweet-hearted game show too which is something that i respect about it you know 
You know, some of them are fun because they're very um, bitey. Something like Match Game is very can be bitey towards people, right? You know, or definitely win Ben Stein's money. You know, with with Jimmy Kimmel kind of making fun of people. Uh, but Price is Right is just it's just a sweetheart of a game. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It yeah. is. And, and you know, everyone it makes everyone happy watching it. All right, yeah. All right. we've we've, we've uh, gushed too much. Gushed, gushed too much about that. Okay. All right. Uh, number two was that number two. Yeah, that's my number two. Oh, yeah. That was your number two. Okay. Yes. Yes. My number two is the one from, you mentioned earlier, way back. I don't remember what it's it was. My, was it my like? number eight. Number eight, which is Press Your Luck. Come on, Big No whammies. Big bucks, you got $5,000. Stop. Oh. Today, these three players are after big bucks, but they'll have to avoid the whammy as they play the most exciting game of their lives. From Television City in Hollywood, it's time to press your luck. And now, here's your host, the star of Press Your Luck, Peter Tamarkin. Yeah, which Rod Roddy was also a voice for. Yes. I've always loved this game. I hated there was a time when it when they took it off of syndication, I was like, Oh, I loved that game. You know, I loved hearing no no whammies, no whammies, no whammies, stop. Mm-hmm. Um, have you ever seen the the documentary Big Bucks, the Press Your Luck Scandal? I've watched I might have watched the whole thing. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I know it was about the one guy who beat the system. Yeah, Michael Larson. Yeah, I really respect him. Honestly, I love that. So, uh, yeah, because I kind of wanted to talk about him as well. But like, or at least in this aspect, some people call him like a cheater and say, like, consider that like cheating. Fuck no. That guy, he trained, he fucking watched and he learned the pattern and he fucking beat the system. And so I have mad props to that guy for getting on. And then, you know, kind of he really showed them that their system was flawed. But he did it in such a fantastic way. and, and, and And I know he won the settlement or whatever. And so he got to keep his money because he didn't do anything wrong. He just, he just fucking figured out the pattern and he killed it. Yeah. It's actually, if you haven't seen that documentary, go see it because it's actually quite sad Mm -hmm. Um, because he, he, he had some other issues. Um, He was always trying to get rich quick, which is why he went on the game show Mm -hmm. after Mm -hmm. he figured out the pattern. He spent, you know, he spent a lot of time, like months figuring out, if one, if there was a pattern, and then figuring out the correct way to exploit that pattern. But he ended up, he got the money, and then a lot of it was stolen from him, from his house, because he kept it in cash out. Yeah. Um, he ended up passing away, I don't remember, uh, but he had a lot of issues. Like, he mm-hmm. was constantly getting into debt and doing mm-hmm. all this stuff. It's actually quite a sad story. However, I agree with you. I can't imagine seeing that for the first time, watching this guy just boom, yeah. nail it, boom, <laughs> nail it. Like, what is going on? Yeah. Um, it's actually happened in other game shows. Uh, actually, happened in The Price Is Right. Yeah, uh, I've seen a, I've seen those a clips. Contestant, yeah. A contestant guessed the the final. What's the what's the, what are they the showcase the showdown? He goes showcase. He he got it ex- almost exactly right. Yeah, and he didn't the, get it exactly right. Yeah, yeah, he got it exactly right because he noticed that they were using the same products over and over again. Mm-hmm. So he just memorized the prices of a lot of products. And then just did the math in his head as they were showing in the product. I think they, they had to give him the money because he didn't cheat. 
Yeah. He just knew it. And the same thing happened in Wheel of Fortune. Mm. Someone guessed it. Someone guessed a really long phrase with one letter, <laughs> and it turned out that Wheel of Fortune, they were recycling stuff too. Yeah. And he just so like, oh, yeah, I've seen this one before. Boom. <laughs> Nailed it. So nice. Yeah, I, mean, I, uh, it, I love it when people can do that, you know? When yeah. you stay within the rules, but you beat the fucking game because of knowing the rules so well, I love that. Yeah. Um, not not like on on who wants to be a millionaire. You know, famously oh, there was that one guy that in cough. England who cheated. Yeah, yeah, that because his wife was coughing with the correct answers. Yeah, that's cheating. <laughs> that's cheating. Yeah, uh, but I, I this game it's always fun because it seems like it's high stakes. You know, it's high stress. Oh yeah, that's what I like about it. It's it's high stress. It's, oh shit, is he gonna get a whammy? Is he gonna get something yeah. cool? Is he gonna win a trip? Is he gonna get a car? Yeah, because for, for most of us, that was really a legitimate randomized thing, and we had no idea where it was going, and just tried to hope. You know, when you stop it, right? You haven't brought up yet, but like, I love the little whammy animations, like the hand drawn oh, yeah, ones yeah. from the classic one from the classic pressure. Yes. Like, those were they, they were cute, and they were like they had nice little like you know voice sounds. It was, it was just fun. For a little, like, you know, seven- or eight-year-old John, those were hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> yes, they were. They were stupid and schmaltzy and, I don't know, they just, they were enjoyable. Yeah. Um, yeah, and the host was uh, Peter Tamarkin. I'm just looking yeah. at that. And that was, uh, yeah, it was uh, it was fun. Did you ever watch the remake that they did? Uh, I think I did watch a couple of episodes. It was okay. I, it I, was it, fine. Yeah, but it didn't, it didn't have the same um, appeal as the classic. I probably honestly... A, a preferred rewatching, you know, the originals than even watching new versions of Whammy. Right. All right. Uh, that's pretty much everything to say about my number two. Number one, uh, nobody, I don't think <laughs> you've pushed any of mine higher. And I don't nope. think so either. Either we have the same one at number one or we went in completely different fucking directions. Or we have the same one as number one. You're my brother. <laughs> I know you. You know me. There is no way we both both don't have Jeopardy as number yep. one. <laughs> yep, that's number one. This is Jeopardy. Now entering the studio are today's contestants. An advertising executive from Fort Worth, Texas, Matt Fells. An admissions director from Bedminster, New Jersey, Elaine Cooper. And our returning champion, a physician from Bedford, New Hampshire, Gary Washadell whose one-day cash winnings total $19,700. And now, here is the host of Jeopardy, Alex Trebek. I, I looked up a bunch of other kind of like other people's lists and like everyone had Jeopardy. Like I, Honestly, before I even looked at others' lists, I already like put my, my top three because my top three was number one Jeopardy, two Price is Right, three match game I knew for sure. Uh-huh. But like there was no question in my mind for even a millisecond that Jeopardy wasn't number one. <laughs> right. What's I mean, what's great, it's very simple. I mean, yeah, mm-hmm. they flipped it around, so you're you're asking the question instead of giving the answer. Whatever that whatever you were whatever you want to think of that, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. First of all, it's it's a legitimate trivia game. Oh yeah. It's not easy by any means. Yeah, that's what that's what just adds to some of the, the greatness to it and, and why it's so fun is because it's not easy. Yeah. This one I, I didn't want to say this before just because I knew we were gonna talk about it later. This one legitimately is my son's favorite T V show ever. And we watch every every night we you know, he, he gets to get his, his shower done and we sit and watch Jeopardy with it. and it, it's really honestly it's really kind of pointing because I'm sitting there. There's three generations <laughs> of us on the couch watching Jeopardy. I remember and I we've talked about this before. Mm-hmm. 
we watched Jeopardy with our dad mostly. Oh yeah, absolutely. That was that was a, a dad recognition show for sure for me. Yeah. So it was honestly, it's been awesome that my son got into it because now that's a moment we share. And actually, and since my dad is here, we, you know, we all three get to watch it together. And 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 he even actually is his. You know, they they throw in some pop culture stuff that even my mm-hmm. son can answer. You know, nice. he, my yeah. son's only like he's eight. Is he eight? No, he's nine, John. <laughs> he's nine. <laughs> he's about to be double digits soon too. This yeah, year. Yeah, you're right. You know. He can answer a few of the questions, not all of them, but mm-hmm. like it's funny. My son's goal is to be on Jeopardy. Yeah. Uh, see, this this is how this is the only thing that I think you know that I've seen from you that lets me know you are actually a good parent um, because <laughs> your son loves Jeopardy so much. Like this, to me, this proves it right there. You're doing something right, I'm not, John. I'm not sure if I shouldn't be insulted or complimented. <laughs> no, maybe because it's a compliment. Jeopardy is a fantastic show, and you, you've done. Yeah. You're doing it right by that being his favorite show. Um, I mean, Alex Trebek is probably also the best game show host. You know, probably my favorite. He is just very straightforward. That boy brings some snark to his shows. Yeah, too. <laughs> yeah, he does. He really does. It's like dry and yeah. sort of a little underhanded, but it's yeah. there. And he, he, he sort of doesn't. And you're like, wait a minute. Did yeah. he just insult me? He <laughs> did. <laughs> exactly. And it's awesome. And when it happens, it's so funny. You know, he makes it seem like he is the fucking smartest person in the room, even when he's like, he could have, you know, with like the, the Ken Jenning and uh, this other this other guy, I can't remember his name, Jeopardy James or something, whatever his name is. Yeah. Um, the guy who who just recently lost, but is is was really damn good. Alex Trebek still makes you seem like he's smarter than everyone because, you know, he knows the answers to everything because, well, one, he's got a producer in his ear, <laughs> you know, pretty much telling him some extra facts that he kind of like, he peppers it in a little extra thing every now and then if somebody has like a wrong answer. But of course, he's probably got, you know, some intern Wikipediaing it and telling him, you know, a little fact to add. But well, famously, yeah. when the show started, he actually would study a lot mm. because he wanted to be able. He needed for nice. him. He needed to be able to answer the questions just as much as the contestants yeah. did. Oh, nice. So it wasn't just so much about him. I, I mean, now he's probably at the point where yes, he can just have a producer <laughs> in his ear. He doesn't yeah. necessarily have to have it. But he's always seemed like he's a very sort of. I almost want to say regal. Yeah, <laughs> he's a very good, yeah. regal guy. He always put, he always seems to present himself in a in a good way. Mm-hmm. I listened to he was on uh, the Nerdist podcast once. Mm-hmm. It was a fantastic episode. Just listening to him talk about his career and his life. He's such an interesting person. Mm-hmm. Um, I know recently he made the announcement uh, about cancer. It, I can't remember. Yeah, which pa- it's pancreatic had. pancreatic cancer. Pancreatic. Um, although I also just read somewhere that he made the announcement that his treatment was going well. Yeah, that is. It's. I don't know if it says it's in remission or it's at least it's close to remission. So that's pretty right. awesome to hear. Yes, we could. There could be other people who they could find to host the show, and that would probably mm-hmm. do a good job. But there's, there's not going to be another Alex Trebek anytime no. soon, if ever. Yeah. So I, Adam, I have to ask you this very important question: mm-hmm. mustache or no mustache? <laughs> For me, it's always the stash. Always. I mean, I he, he looks good without it, but like in my head, when I think Alex Trebek, I, I still immediately think of the stash. Yeah. 
I agree. Yeah. I, it took me a little while to get used to it. Now I'm used mm-hmm. to it. I think, he, you know, he looks fine. He, he's he updated his look because, yeah, the yeah. stash was a little out of date for a while. But so many people associated yes. themselves associated him with it yeah. that I, I think he was just fine. He finally just had to say, enough, I'm going to shave it off. I, ho- I hope he brings it back just one time, you know, just for like a season, <laughs> just to like, yeah. just to be like, hey, guys, I'm doing this for y'all. And it'd just be fun. <laughs> but you know what? Even yeah. if he doesn't, I'll still watch. Absolutely. I'm happy with, with our, our list. Uh, more or less a lot of the same stuff, which I kind of figured mm-hmm. out. Oh, you know what we didn't do? Uh, we mm-hmm. didn't do our honorable mentions before okay. we mentioned Jeopardy. Yeah, so yeah, we yeah kinda, right. We'll, we'll kind of end with those. It's a good idea. Um, I'll go ahead and say some of mine. I mentioned Pyramid before. That one was kind of vying mm-hmm. for number 10. Uh, there were – I just I, – there's so many other ones I could talk about, but there were three that, you know, I was thinking of putting around number 10 other than Pyramid. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them, I guess, technically was a game show. Now, I've tried going back to watch this game show, and I just can't. <laughs> but when I was a teenager, it was exactly in my range. Uh-huh. One of them was a singled out. Oh, yeah, yeah. That that made not my honorable mentions, but it made like a, oh, let me just put this on my first like overall list. Um, but yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, who's a, it was Chris, not Chris Hansen. Oh, my God. That's the. It was Chris Hardwick. The, Chris Hardwick. Sorry, I couldn't. I just couldn't get Hardwick out of my head. Uh, yeah, he was the host, and Jenny McCarthy was was kind of the sidekick. Uh, I think right. Carmen Electra did it for a while too, right? Yeah, after Jenny McCarthy left. Okay. Uh, also, one that I thought about, but it was just not one that I I would watch it if it was on, but it was not one I really cared too much about. Was win, lose, or draw? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's a, that's a classic. That's an old school one, even. Yeah, and and another one which was also an old classic one, which, admittedly, I put it on my list, but I didn't really come to it uh, as a fan until later, like close mm-hmm. to adulthood. So I ultimately didn't put it on there, which was Card Sharks. I yeah, I Card Sharks did make my honorable mentions because I like Card Sharks. Um, mm-hmm. I think it is a fun one. Even actually, Ray Combs was a host of Card Sharks for just a little bit, maybe just a season. Huh. But I, that one's a very very basic game. Yeah. You know, and I, but I, I did like it. So two other ones that made my honorable mentions list. One that I think a lot of people, they love it. And there was, they, it got revamped with Wayne Brady hosting and Wayne Brady is a fantastic host of let's mm-hmm. make a deal. Um, but I, I honestly, I probably think of, and I love Monty Hall's version the most that classic seventies kind of version. So that one, let's make a deal was also in my list uh, from honorable okay. mentions that kind of was fighting for that 10 spot. Um, and if, and if I was going to choose like, you know, top 10 overall game shows, I'd probably put, let's make a deal on there. Uh, but it's just, it just barely eked out. And then another one that was kind of fun. I only, I pretty much almost put this other one newlywed game on my top 10 list. It was right. actually my number 10 for a while until I was like, no, I need to put legends on the Ten temple above it. Partly because Bob Eubanks was an awesome game show host. And also mm-hmm. like, I mean, they created the word whoopee, you know, <laughs> <laughs> which, was, which was a hilarious, you know, they use that instead of sex, which I, I do want to say real quick, probably the greatest blooper in game show history came from Newlywed Game, where uh, Bob Eubanks asked the question, Girls, tell me where specifically is the weirdest place that you personally, girls, have ever gotten the urge to make whoopee? Um... <laughs> In the <laughs> no, 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 it's no, it's not what I'm talking about is the weirdest location, the weirdest place. Location. Yeah. I don't know. And this one uh, lady said, 
in my ass. <laughs> just like, oh, fuck, lady. You did not understand that question. <laughs> but yeah, so those are those are some some damn good newly wet or uh, damn good honorable mentions. But yeah, uh, I'm yeah. still very happy with my list. Uh, I agree. I'm pleasantly surprised with both lists. There's only just a few that uh, weren't on each other's list. Yeah. Mostly we had the same ones, as I kind of knew we would. Mm -hmm. And oddly enough, a lot of them, with a couple of exceptions, were roughly around the same area. The only difference we really had is you had match game higher than me, and I had press Mm -hmm. your luck higher than you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, You pretty much flip-flopped those, and everything else were pretty close, other than our number 10s were... Yeah, or like, yeah, we had like one or yeah, a couple that just didn't make it, but yeah. Right. Yeah, So cool. Overall, I was I actually really enjoyed this list. Yeah, me too. I, I wasn't sure uh, if I was going to enjoy making the list, but actually once I got into it, I, I had a lot of fun with it. Cool. All right, that was our top 10 game shows. Don't forget to spay and neuter your pets. Please join us next time for a howling good episode. Adam and John break down the 80s film Teen Wolf and recast it along with doing a review of the 90s show Animorphs. If you have any suggestions for movies or TV shows from your childhood, you can reach us at blastfromourpast at gmail.com or you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at at blastpastcast. So until next time, I'm John. And I'm Adam. And thanks for joining us. See you next time.